Good or bad, change is inevitable. Most people need some sort of guidebook to navigate the changes for personal growth. Welcome to A New You with Liz Tupling. Now there's a show that helps you through your personal transformation by providing answers, anecdotes, and tips that work. Now, here's your host, Liz Tupling. Hello and welcome. It's a new day. And you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Well, folks, we've had a couple weeks to make this transition into our new world, the corona world, as some are calling it, with a lot of new rules, new messages, um, what can feel like a lot of restrictions and, and limitations and confusion But in truth, folks, um, those restrictions and those limitations are really there, and I want to stress this to you today. They're there to keep us safe. They're there to keep us healthy. So please, I urge all of you to follow the rules, stay inside, practice social distancing, don't go out unless it's absolutely necessary, and just stay in and follow the rules and stay safe. Um, I know a lot of folks are talking about it, but I cannot, cannot urge that and stress um, that enough. It's just really important that we take care of ourselves and we take care of each other. Um, on somewhat of a lighter note, I was contemplating uh, the show and, and, and what we'd be talking about today um, was throughout the week. And, and I made a mental note of myself when I was out for a walk with the dog that, that I've never, ever, ever been aware of a time in our planet's history that we have spent so much time fearing for our very existence while in our pajamas for what seems like days on end. I know many of you have made comments to me in past comments that it's taking you three or four days to get out of your pajamas and into a new outfit. So regardless of where you are on that spectrum and regardless of what you're, what you're doing and how you're lounging, I hope that you're enjoying the people that you are with, enjoying yourself. Um, you know, if you've transitioned out of the pajama uniform or you're considering going back to civilian wardrobe, regardless, um, you know, it has been a time for people to, even despite the separateness of all of us, to really reconnect and enjoy each other. And I hope that you've been doing that. Um, you know, and, and you may have made note, or dis, despite, you know, all of the, the chill time, but you may have made a mental note that something's happening with you within you and within your body and that may and it's different for everyone it can depend on um, where you live your exposure to the media um, the virus activity in your area but you may be tapping into something within your own body these days you know starting to become aware of aches and pains and tensions that are starting to creep in and so that's exactly why I wanted to entitle today's show, and I did entitle today's show, How Are You Caring For You? For that very reason, I wanted to bring our attention today to how we are caring for our precious bodies, these things that have often been referred to as our temples, because we're in a very intense period of change, and for many, a very traumatic period of time. And as you may or may not know, our bodies are very sophisticated And they're a very intelligent system that have built-in mechanisms for preparing us for danger. So when we perceive that danger and we perceive that it's in our environment and it's around us, our bodies begin to produce these chemical responses that provide the mechanism or at least the fuel, 
can become the catalyst for us to go into battle with the threat that we are sensing. And unfortunately, in the world that we're living in right now, it can feel like those threats are a constant, that they are nonstop in our lives. And there's a strong likelihood that our brains could be stuck on one channel. And I like to call that the fight or flight channel. And it may be persistent in some folks. It may be intermittent for some folks. It's different. So for that reason, I'm really, really, really thrilled that this particular beautiful being has agreed to have a conversation with me today so that we can flesh all of this out. You know, what is happening to your body? Are you stuck in the fight or flight channel? And and my my guest today, who again, I'm thrilled to be able to have him here with me, um, Dr. David Grimshaw. He's a respected colleague, a friend, a humanitarian, a healer, and God bless him. He's a yoga guru, and he's here to share with us his wisdom around how you can care for and nurture you during this unprecedented time. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Grimshaw. He is a triple board certified in neuromuscular skeletal medicine. Gosh, I hope I said that right. Family medicine and cranial osteopathy. He's an osteopathic physician who has been in clinical practice for 32 years with experience in family, practice, public health, emergency medicine, and rehabilitation medicine. Dr. Grimshaw is also a certified yoga instructor. He's very intentional in his work with people. He engages them and he empowers them in the process of caring for and healing their bodies. And he himself is an instrument of healing. Dr. Grimshaw's humanity has also always shown through in his work and his contributions to the world are endless. Dr. Grimshaw, thank you so much for being here on A New You today. Thanks, Liz. It's great to be with you. So I just want to do a quick check-in, Dr. Grimshaw. You're part of this planet. You're having this and so many of the same experiences. I, I know that you and I live uh, maybe about an hour apart from each other, and so the landscape of, of what you're dealing mm-hmm. with in your areas might be a little bit different than in my, my area, but just, just tell me what your experience of all of this, the virus and pandemic and you and your family, you know, what's this been like for you? Yeah, it, it has felt a bit like a whirlwind, a lot of conversations on the phone, a lot more than I'm used to. Usually I'm face-to-face with people all the time, um, mm. but I've been having a lot of people reach out to me and I've been reaching out to a lot of others to talk about it family, friends, and, and patients. Because in my practice, I, I don't have um, very often emergency visits. And so a lot of uh, the communication I've been having with my patients have been, has been through the phone. So it, it's been, and for myself, like you were talking earlier, it, it's just to settle into a rhythm has been something I've been trying to work on each day to get a little bit more into a rhythm because it really mm-hmm. threw me off at first when I just stopped, you know, being going to the office every day and seeing people as I am used to doing. Mm-hmm. A whole new routine for you. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like you're putting some structure into your life, maybe just trying to, 
you know, get into, um, again, a- adopt and adapt to the new routine. And I think that helps all of us who have been, I'm in the same boat as you, you know, used to getting up, heading into the office to see folks and being so engaged there. And, you know, now we're in our homes doing what we do. It, it's a shift, isn't it? It is. It is. And I've just I've, I think, try to give myself permission to listen to my body, um, mm-hmm. to listen to my thoughts and, and be aware of how I'm feeling and so I can really process it and um, acknowledge it rather than um, just letting myself be carried, uh, carried off in, um, in one direction or another based on who I'm talking to or what, what I'm reading. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You, you touch on a very powerful point, Dr. Grimshaw, because I feel like, you know, people who are listening to a new you are, are trying to perhaps trying to find that balance between, you know, and I've talked about this in prior episodes, you know, who, who am I talking to? What am I reading? What am I exposing myself to? And, and you see all day in your work, you work with physical bodies, but not just their bodies, you work with their energy systems and, you know, their very beings. And when you see someone who who has ex- has been exposed to a lot of negativity or a lot of, you know, fear, what do you see or how, how does it, through your lens and filter, what do you experience when you're with them? Yeah. Yeah, that... You had mentioned earlier about the fight or flight. Yeah. The people have sort of various tiers of how they, how their body reacts to things. And it, a lot of it has to do with just how they grew up, what their childhood was like, how they learned to deal with difficulties and obstacles and, and challenges in life. Um, so they usually have a go-to way of dealing with those things. It, which can be really pretty um, reactive or, you know, uh, reflexive. And so it can be um, just heightened anxiety and uh, more mental activity, the mind's spinning difficulty with sleep, feeling really out of sorts or out of sync with their bodies, even like uncoordinated, like um, dropping things and, forgetting mm-hmm. things and forgetting what I was just doing right before the phone rang. And, um, but then it can also be more like sweaty and, and having more aches and pains, um, feeling really jumpy. Like we all have different ways of sort of identifying what does anxiety feel like to us. And, and so I, I often encourage people to check in with, what is that for me? How do I identify these different feelings? Anxiety, dread, fear, anger, uh, despair, discouragement, um, worry. What, what are their flavors? What are their colors to, to me? How do I experience them? And then sometimes people get so overloaded that it goes past the fight or flight and more into like being a possum, you know, um, sort of freezing, you know, like all of a sudden, I'm just so scared, I'm just going to curl up here and hide. Mm, and that's, a, yeah. that's another very powerful and, and can be a real learned behavior for folks. And they may, they may drop into that. And then that's kind of a, that really gets you stuck. Um, because then you're, you're really not 
accessing the energy that comes from the emotions in order to appropriately use your body and use your mind to do what you need to do to stay healthy, to interact with other people, to get enough, get an appropriate um, meals on in in a regular schedule, sleeping on a regular schedule and so forth. So, so in the time that we're living in right now, Dr. David, and, and given our, you know, this limited array of options that we have in, in terms of reacting to what's going on. So if we look at fight, flight or freeze. Okay. Um, you know, there's really, and those are, it's limited right now because our main function and goal right now is to just stay at home, stay safe, completely eliminate the spread of this virus. And so people mm-hmm. are going to react. Um, fleeing is not, not really, you know, the number one option here. But are you finding that when you're working with people, even over the phone and they're talking to you about what's going on in their bodies, that, that they are settling in more to that freeze place, that paralysis place? And what, what's your sense of, of, of how that might be showing up in people? Yeah, I've had, I really have had kind of a whole variety of um, responses that I, of the folks I've talked to in the last couple of weeks. Um, and so in terms of the way I'm dealing with it is I'm just trying to meet them where they are mm-hmm. and start asking questions, trying to help them get a little more curious about what's going on and what, what can be done. And so if they're, if they're, um, if they're really stuck or frozen, we just start by trying to create, I try to help them create an ability to sort of witness their own experience, you know, to look at what their body's doing, what they're feeling, uh, what their mind is doing. And, um, what are the, what are their, what are the common thoughts that that are coming through? It's sort of like thought habits, you know, or feeling Mm -hmm. habits or physical habits that they may be uh, experiencing. And then realizing that it, when I be, when you become more aware of what you're doing, you that's when you can change it. If you if you can't if you don't have the awareness of what you're doing, you can't do anything really to change it. You're just sort of on autopilot. And, so and I try to help them see where they such, are and yeah. get some ideas about what they can do. And what a contribution that is, Doctor Grimshaw, because I think that you know all too often we. Um, we just kind of wedge ourselves into the common pattern. And when someone like yourself, a clinician, a very skilled clinician, but, you know, who's, who's coming into the equation with a lot of wisdom, shares with someone that they have the choice and the option to interrupt those thought patterns, to create an awareness around them, to ask questions, or to, as we've talked about in the show before, be the energy of question. That's pretty, I mean, mm-hmm. that's life-changing for folks. Yep. They, they, so they can realize they have options. You know, they're, we always have choices. Mm-hmm. And um, when and I think people get the most afraid when they, they have this belief or thought that they don't have any choices, no options. But we always can choose how we're going to react to what's going on. We always have those choices. Nobody's going to take that away from us. 
And do you sense that when you explain this to patients and, and you you highlight this this thing that we have available to us, it's called choice, you know, or possibility or option, you know, that when you highlight to them that this is available to them, that something does shift in their body? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good question because the the things that um, that I will look for and listen for when you examine with somebody are like their pupil reactions and how how their gut is working and their pulse and their heart rate and its variability and their blood pressure. You know, there's different indicators that show that the body's um, shutting down or in a fight or flight reaction and mm-hmm. like an imbalance between say their gut. And that's a really common one. People will have, you know, either they're, you know, like they won't have an appetite at all and that's kind of shut down or maybe they're just getting really an upset stomach, a lot of indigestion or diarrhea or cramping. And, and those, the gut is a really excellent indicator of the balance or imbalance of how our nervous systems work. Because ideally, we've got this ability throughout the course of a day to have periods of activity where we're, we're busy, we're moving, we're using our bodies, and then we stop and maybe have a meal, and we rest a little bit, and we have time for the body to digest and absorb and assimilate mm-hmm. what we just ate and kind of reset. Mm-hmm. And then we go about, again, the activity, and at night, the same thing, the time to recover and reset so that mm-hmm. when we wake up, we can be ready to go again. So those, it's like a rhythm, you know, our body has rhythms mm-hmm. and you're listening to those rhythms. And sometimes when we're in situations like this, it becomes more of a cacophony, you know, like it, it, there's no rhythm, there's no beat. The, 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 the body is out of really out of its, of its normal yeah. ability yeah. to manage things. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. And, and I, I'm so excited about this conversation because I think that there's so much, there's all these little jewels in what you're sharing with people in terms of how they can shift their attention to some of these things that they're, that you're speaking of Dr. Grimshaw and in their bodies and creating that awareness and which is so empowering. So uh, I really want to pick this up after the break. So let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue this conversation with Dr. David Grimshaw. You're listening Listening to a new you with Liz Tupling and my guest, Dr. David Grimshaw on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. And if you're loving what you're hearing today, folks, I invite you to connect with us. Drop me a line at Elizabeth at MySoulGrowth.com or visit my site at MySoulGrowth. And also feel free to drop Dr. David a line, share thoughts, questions. You can reach him at Old Town Doc, all one word, Old Town Doc at gmail.com or check his site out oldtowndoc.com Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. (laughs) 
The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest today, Dr. David Grimshaw. And before the break, Dr. David and I were talking about, um, you know, some of the things that people might be experiencing throughout these challenging and scary times in um, things that they might be experiencing in their bodies, things that they might be um, becoming aware of. Um, And Dr. Grimshaw was sharing his awarenesses around, you know, how people can dial in to what they're experiencing, how they can develop uh, different um, sensitivities and, and, and shift some attention to what's happening in the body. And I really want to pick up where we left off, Dr. Grimshaw, in just you, you were talking about kind of the gut-brain connection too. And, you know, um, are sometimes the, the, even the metaphor of the gut, you know, I have a gut reaction, a gut feeling, and it's, it, it shows up so strongly, I sense, in what you do and what you perceive from people's bodies. And you were explaining before the break that sometimes that upset in the gut, the feeling in the gut is indicative of, of um, what's happening in someone's perceiving world. And um, if you can just tell us a little bit more about that and how it's manifesting in people's bodies, perhaps right now. Sure. Now that uh, people often have a go-to um, symptom that happens when they're more stressed and, and a great number of people, it happens in their gut. And so each person can be different. It can be like a knot in your stomach. Um, they're the second largest collection of uh, nerve cells in the body besides the brain is in the solar plexus area right by your stomach. And so that's, that's part of why is because the nervous system is extraordinarily active in that part of our bodies. And, and the, 
the thing that often is helpful, I, one of the things when people are really stressed is they, people tend to be either I'll eat more if I'm stressed or I'll eat more junk food if I'm stressed or mm. drink, you know, like alcohol um, or, or sodas or more coffee. And one of the things that's, that you can do to really help you get better at being aware of what you do is not is to watch what you're doing. Don't try to um, necessarily police yourself, but watch what you're doing. Watch what are you eating, and then after you eat it, how do you feel? And then an hour after you eat it, how do you feel? And then oh. two hours after you eat it, how do you feel? And the one hour and two hour later tells you a whole lot more about whether or not that was good for you. At mm-hmm. first, we eat things like sugar and alcohol and things that are going to affect us immediately in how we feel. But later, we feel a lot worse. And so it's important to be mindful, not just of the fact that you're doing it, but then what happens afterwards. When you right. eat a really good meal, you often feel energy and lightness and steadiness for like three or four hours after that meal. But you eat a meal that's not so great for you, and you feel pretty awful as soon as even just an hour later. So that's, the gut is a good place to actually pay attention to you know, what are you putting in your body and how does it make you feel is a good actual practice to use to start to, to get a handle on what your body your body is trying to tell you. I mean, your body has a language. It just doesn't happen to be words. But if you listen to what your body is telling you, you start to understand and get a better idea. Well, and 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 you and you just pointed out this um, this really interesting kind of piece of um, you know it doesn't it it doesn't necessarily have language as we know it, but it does speak um, to us in certain ways. And so, when it's not happy with what we're doing or how we're feeding it or what we're giving it, it will turn up the volume you know, on its, and in terms of its own language, right. It, it'll crank it up a little right. bit to let you know, well, what you gave me an hour ago, that's not great for, you know, like that's, that's not, that's not healthy fuel or that's not promoting lightness. I mean, I'm sure you see when someone comes into your office and they're completely symptomatic, um, they've been under a lot of stress and a lot of those stress hormones have just, you know, overwhelmed them, um, but the way they've been coping with those stress hormones is to feed their body something that their body actually doesn't need or doesn't like. You see the result of that in their body, and you're working with them, I'm assuming, to um, shift the body out of that space. That's the thing. You know, the body keeps the score, and mm-hmm. the body does not lie to us. You know, our, we can fool ourselves with our thoughts. And we can pretend that we feel differently than we really feel. But the body, the body's just real honest. And so we listen to our bodies. We're going to get this straight story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what's so ironic about what you just said, and, and, and I'm giggling right now because you, you've probably been sent all these memes, but, you know, these kind of coronavirus memes and with good intentions behind them, you know, to cheer each other up and to laugh and have a giggle. But a lot of them actually have, you know, kind of pictures of people with like a, you know, wearing their mask, but attached to the mask is a massive wine glass or, you know, it's like uh, people are mm-hmm. having Zoom cocktail parties and whatnot. And, so there is kind of this promotion right now in our culture, partially with some humor built into it to just kind of lighten things up a little bit, but, you know, to kind of numb ourselves during this time and, you know, and, and during 
kind of some of the terrifying things that are happening is just to sufficiently numb ourselves and, um, you know, with, with whatever vices we have available to us, food, alcohol, you know, whatever. Um, and, and so I, I sense that depending on how this, how long this goes on and it, and it's looking like we're in it for a bit of a stretch that people will want to tap into more of those awarenesses that you're talking about because um, to, to numb and to avoid for extended periods of time is going to catch up to all of us. Right. And it's okay to feel what you feel. I think that a lot of times we put a, a real valuation on feelings like happy feelings and sad feelings being good or bad, but really feelings are just energy. And, mm-hmm. and how, do that, how do we allow that energy to help us move through our life and navigate it is what's really important. When I think of other forms of energy like money or, um, you know, gasoline for your car, you know, you don't go to the gas station and ask for happy gas. You just get gas and it makes the right. car work. And you don't go to the bank and ask for happy money. It's just commerce. It's commerce. It's the energy of commerce. And so it doesn't have to have a value to it as being good or bad. It, right. It's energy, a form of energy. And so when people numb themselves, they're, they're denying themselves the energy that can come with being in touch with your feelings. Yeah, and I think that's a, to to your point, and I think you do see this so much um, in your office is when there's been a suppression of all of those feelings and a repression, and the body has locked in feelings and reactions and stored stored them, and so they come in to see you for you know uh, an adjustment or a manipulation, and and you can sense it with your hands probably off of someone's body exactly where they've stored those thoughts feelings and reactions and um you know this is what you do all day you know this is you're you're so up close and personal with this yeah that's it's it's true and there's sort of a a sense of um where people keep their backpack of troubles for instance you know like maybe it's in their back maybe it's in their neck um maybe it's in their gut but yeah, there's their places and and the way they feel. It, I mean, when I when I teach yoga, for instance, um, the thing that um, is um, a, a real focus of our practice, whether it's a movement like a posture or a breathing practice or a meditation, is is going th- like going through the body, like doing a scan and listening to the different parts of your body and seeing how, how are they moving and how do they feel when I move them and what comes up in my mind when I move my body this way. Um, Because then you start to see where you can become more aware of where you're holding it yourself. So I often do give people exercises um, and, and practices that help. Like when I notice something, I'll say, you know, I really feel it here in your body. And they'll say, oh, yeah, that is, that's where I usually get, you know, the most sore or tense or uh, where I get the, where, that's where the headache starts from. And so then we just try to access that and see, well, why did, why do I store it there, first of all, and what can I do about it? And what would be an effective way to start uh, addressing it and working with it uh, so that it can, so it can change. So, so Dr. Grimshaw, if you could just for a second, maybe elaborate a little bit more on t- in, in terms of, you know, what yoga 
can, as a practice, um, bring to someone during a time, you know, like we're going through right now globally. And, um, and, and we've talked a lot today about people's bodies and how they've locked in a lot of the fear and the anxiety and whatnot. But let's just say there's someone listening today that's never, ever, ever, you know, done yoga, been to a class, but, but obviously, you know, we're at home, um, you know, we don't even need really a mat, but um, for someone who's never done yoga before, but what could, what could be just a simple thing that somebody could do right now to just reduce some of those stress levels that are, um, you know, in the body right now that, that could be, you know, just a, a, a beginning type pose that you would recommend. Yeah. yeah. Or well, stretch. A couple of things about, yeah, a couple of ways that you, um, orient your body. So if you think about doing a, say a forward bend or curling up in a ball, um, you know, lying on your back, drawing your knees up to your chest mm-hmm. or lying up or being on your stomach or on your knees and hands and knees. And then just curling up with you know, like your head on the floor and your on your knees on the floor. So you're in a folded position, any folded position, is generally a calming position. It settles you. It kind of blocks out we, we, our perceptual field around us. We pay most attention to what's in front of us. So if, if we fold the front of our body, we often can feel a sense of getting more calm. And, you, and stay in there and breathe with it and allow your body to settle. Um, when you go in the opposite direction, like if you reach up in the air and you bend backwards... Or you're, or you're stretching in a way where you're uh, taking your spine into backward bending, that's the opposite. That like heats you up and activates you. So if you're, if you're really anxious and you, you feel really buzzy, folding mm-hmm. can help calm you down. Mm-hmm. But, and, but if you feel really like you have no energy at all, then reaching and stretching and going into some backward bending directions will help activate and, and get your body going again, like it waking it up and getting it more um, moving again. Mm-hmm. And typically in a class, I will combine these in pairs. Like, well, if we're just doing a balanced class, we'll do, say, if we do six postures in a class, three of them might be involving more of a forward bend direction and three would be involving more of a reaching and stretching and backward bending direction so that we have a balanced experience. But if we're really trying to calm down, we may do more forward fold. Okay. This is super helpful for folks because, you know, this is, this is something we all have access to, right? You know, you can do this in your living room, in your bedroom. And, um, and there's a lot of ways that, I mean, people can't go to gyms right now. They can't go to classes, um, you know, but these are simple things. And again, if someone's never done yoga, um, I love the way you've explained to them that, that, you know, how to just either stimulate or calm their functioning, their nervous functioning in their body. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm grateful that you've explained this to folks because it, it's real simple. You know, it's available to us and we can do it in our homes quickly. It is. Yeah, yoga is very um, much just a, a science of consciousness of learning how you work and you you're the laboratory so it's not like you're you can do it right or wrong you do something with your body you pay attention to what you're doing and you find out what happens mm-hmm. um and that's really that's how it works 
Mm-hmm. And, and I, I sense that it also serves as a beautiful reminder to us, particularly in the time that we're living in right now, how important it is just to breathe. <laughs> I mean, how many of us are truly, truly aware of how how much we're not breathing, um, you know, because I think we get to a point where we're trying to take in all this information, we're trying to be careful, you know, we if we do go out, and we get our groceries, we're trying to make sure that we're cleaning them off and, and keeping everything sterile. And I mean, throughout that, I mean, I caught myself the other day, just unloading some groceries and sterilizing the packaging. And I caught myself partway through that process, I wasn't even breathing. Yeah, you know, I yeah. So how much of that is going on in all of us right now? And, and so, I mean, and you, you're bringing so many things to our awareness that, that you know, perhaps just that, that the body holding on so tight. Um, and, you know, after we come back from another quick, quick commercial break, we're going to continue this conversation with Dr. David about, you know, how can we just be in the reminder of, of just that the breath and how to calm and, and um, truly, truly taking advantage of what is available to us in the most simple ways that we can contribute to and care for our bodies. And so another just quick commercial break. And when we return, we're going to come back to this conversation with Dr. David Grisham. You're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided spirit conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at MySoulGrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest today, Dr. David Grimshaw. 
Um, again, Dr. Grimshaw, I'm so grateful that you're here with us to talk to a new you listeners about, you know, just ways to care for self during these stressful times. And before the break, we were talking about breathing and how important it is to do the simple things like breathing and, um, you know, and, and just how quickly we forget that we're, we're not really even doing it when we're stressed out, when we're preoccupied and we're um, in this kind of mini war zone of staying safe. And so I want to continue that conversation with you because you were sharing some real jewels with people and, and um, you know, just the, 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 the contribution that breath work can make to our bodies and reoxygenating it and whatnot. We were kind of going in that direction before the break. So, you know, any, any other thoughts that you have on, on breathing and then also ways that we can just move our bodies during these times? Yeah. Well, the breath is, is the, the easiest way to, to watch our breath and witness how we're breathing is the easiest way to get in touch with how we feel. The breath is really the, the link between our mind and our body. It's like the bridge between the two and um, connecting us. And so the first step in just accessing the breath is just to watch it and try to not interfere with your mind and just see how am I breathing? And what am, what's it like? And um, just paying attention. And then one of the real great things about um, the different kinds of techniques for breathing in yoga is are that if you notice how long you're breathing in and how long you're breathing out with each breath, you can start to shift that to calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. And one way to slow down your pulse and lower your blood pressure and steady yourself to get yourself to more like a steady sense of uh, awareness and a more relaxed body is to breathe out a little bit longer than you breathe in. And so it can be done in a lot of ways, but you're, it's not like a deep sigh. It's more like you take in a nice, slow, even breath. And then when you blow it out, you let it go out just a little bit slower than it came in. So it just takes a little longer. Like if you breathe in for four seconds, breathing out for six seconds, for instance. And by doing that for a few minutes, even seven, eight minutes at a time, just on purpose, you'll see what happens. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, so it's a, it's a pretty easy way to get in touch with how you're feeling and shift your nervous system, like downshift it a, a notch to help get your mind a little clearer and, and steadier and your body a little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, and I sense that if we're able to do that and just go into that space, you know, the, the benefits and the, and the, and the dividends that that pays are, are huge because, you know, once we're, we're in a, in a, a much more consistent kind of breath flow, um, like you said, it's like you, you just, you gear down, you shift down and everything just kind of starts to settle in and settle down and we settle down. And there's so much more that we're capable of um, just being and perceiving when we're in that space. And, and so, you know, to, to encourage people like you just did, to be aware of those things is, is so important. And, and, you know, I, I know during the break, we were talking about movement and how we can move our bodies during this time and, you know, ways that you, you personally um, are moving your body. And if you could talk to, to, to that a little bit um, to share with the listeners, that'd be great. Right. So, you know, um, those of you listening, you, maybe you've had a, 
a child and you they got upset and you 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 sat down and you rocked them to calm them down um it, rhythmic movement is really great for the nervous system it calms us down so just a, going for a walk outside is that's been my my favorite thing to do in the last couple of weeks and i've been going to wooded areas like trails where people are being really mindful like when we have encountered other people on the trail one one group will step off the trail so we're maintaining mm -hmm. our social distancing but mm -hmm. we're getting to be outside and we're getting to exercise and that rhythmic motion for, you know, doing that for, you know, 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes to um, go, get into a steady rhythm has a wonderful effect on us. It's good for us physically, but it's also calming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's something I think that um, you know, it, while we were talking about this during the break, I used the term elemental energy. You know, I think there is something about being in the elements and, you know, some people are kind of what I call green people. Um, and then there's some people that I call, you know, kind of water mer people and everybody resonates uh, or, or mountain people or desert people, whatever your climate and landscape is, you know, it, it's so cool when people can get in touch with, uh, the, the different elements that their bodies respond so positively to. But I mean, during this time, we have access to the outdoors in ways that, you know, in a way that you just described, make, maintaining the social distance, but it's there. And, and you know, there's, there's something I know that you feel even when you're out in those elements and you're hiking and walking. Can, can you describe that experience for you and your body when you're, when you're, you're out there and taking in what's around you in nature. What is that like for you? Um, pure joy, basically. I mean, I'm, I love being outside. I love looking up. You know, that's another thing that when you're in a city, you don't often look up. You're in a building all the time. But looking up actually kind of lifts your spirits, too. Looking up at the trees, looking at the birds, looking at the sky. Um, it, for me, it, it, it makes... It, there's a sense of, of a settling in my body, like calmness mm -hmm. um, and ease. Like I, I start, I get less stiff. I start moving in a more fluid way. Um, it, and I, I've known this all my life. I've just, it's been a go-to for me uh, for my entire life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think but, even in those times when we're looking up, and you just, I just want to kind of just focus on that for one second, because there's something unique in that. As soon as you said it, it just lit up in, in, in me, in, in just in my awareness that looking up is also kind of that, that, that almost that pause where we can also be grateful. Yep. With hope and expectation and longing and, you know, looking forward to times can be better again. We can get through this. There's, mm -hmm. uh, for me, that it does. It, it, it has a lot of those aspects to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there is a lot that, I mean, there's so much, and, 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 I, and I've talked about it on, on the show quite a few times, that this is part of a, 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 a real life-altering reset 
that our planet is going through and it's the turning over of so much and um there is is there is an element of magic to all of this that is very difficult for folks to access because we're bombarded with so much devastation um but you know being able to look up look out and and look toward hope is something that i think you, that you've just brought all of our you know our attention and awareness to and i'm i'm i personally am going to hold that thought with me and very close to me of of just the idea of looking up you know and what that could mean for all of us to look up into you know into a different future and a brighter future and just you sharing that has has been so inspiring and uplifting no pun intended um and inspirational yeah i know it's a cool it's a cool little nugget (laughs) who knew something that simple could actually just you know just create so much expansion in people but it truly does you know so um i thank you for that i thank you and i thank you for just Mm -hmm. sharing with people you know the fact that they can move their bodies um in 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 a way that um allows them to feel whole. Yeah. It's just, and, it's a, the rhythm, you know, that we talked about the rhythms of our bodies and the rhythm of movement, really the, the body responds to that very well. And, and when you get done with your walk, then you have actual hunger again. You know, you, you can feel like, oh yeah, I did some exercise and now I'm like, more in touch with the fact that I'm hungry. And not just hungry because I'm anxious or worried, but hungry because it's time for my body to have food again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I sense that movement of the body, and you can speak a little bit more to this, is that it, it's almost a cleansing. It's just a chance to move all the stuck energy out and, and to, um, you know, for the body to, to undergo its own reset. You know, so yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I like I like the metaphor of a river. Um, when you're when we're talking about witnessing your thoughts and your feelings and how your body feels, you know, when you if you sit alongside a river and you see the water coming, and and then it comes past you and then it goes on to where it's going, that water is always moving, and and I think that's an aspect of health that is, is like a defining aspect. Everything is always moving, everything is always vibrating, and and anything that's healthy has a steady movement to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, the, the, I like, I love rivers, I love water, and I think rivers are a good reminder that, you know, water are, always has to be going somewhere, you know, it, it's moving, moving around the earth. And, um, moving from land to sea. And um, it, it's a, an aspect of nature that's teaching us that that's part of what health is, is, is continuing to move, continuing to breathe, continuing to live, make our choices and keep going and not, get, uh, not be stuck. It's okay mm-hmm. to be still, not so great to be stuck. No, no. And, and you said something, I mean, again, it just struck me and, and, and just, uh, it really resonated that anything that's healthy has an aspect of movement to it. And the converse of that is the, the energy of stuckness. And that's what we don't want right now. 
I, I mean, it, it is not a contribution to our bodies, to the planet that we're living, um, you know, that we're living and existing and, and, and hopefully thriving in, you know, to be in the element of stuckness. So, Dr. Grisham, I cannot thank you enough for everything that you have shared with our listeners today, sharing your wisdom, sharing um, just your perspective on how we can care for and nurture um, our bodies and, and how we can um, move and our bodies and feed them during these stressful times. I am so, so grateful to you. And I hope that you will consider coming back to a new you in the future for more dynamic conversations. So thank you again. I thank you. It's been a pleasure. So uh, as we start to bring things to close, folks, here, I just want to share some some um, some thoughts and ideas that hopefully will inspire you in the midst of, of what can appear to be this kind of global gloom and doom um, that, that we're in. But let's really, really flip that on its side and and and. and, and perhaps consider another perspective in all of this. And I think what everyone's looking for is, is relief. And they're looking for a little bit of a hiatus from um, the bad news, from the worst case scenario that, that folks are thinking about. And so let's, let's go into another space with all of that. And this is the space I, I talk about a lot, but I always, always, always encourage people to consider it. And that is something that Dr. Grimshaw mentioned earlier on in the show, it's the space to choose. And I really want to, to hit, hit home on that quite a bit because as Dr. David brought up, we always have the ability to choose and we always do. Stuff comes at us. It comes our way. There is a craziness in life right now, but one of the constants amongst the crazy and within the crazy is your ability to choose. And I'm urging you to choose you to care for you, to nurture you, and to consider new ways of perceiving and being, to consider that new lens that we've talked about. And there's something that I read um, not too long ago that the Dalai Lama once shared, and he said, you know, I find hope in the darkest days and focus in the brightest, and I do not judge the universe. And that speaks directly to what Dr. David was referring to earlier. This is all energy. And the label and the attachment to it being good or bad energy, it's just energy. So with that said, let's choose the highest frequency that, that I've talked about in, in prior shows. Use that mantra that I've spoken of, barriers down, expand out. Go 8 million miles above this big planet and just, and just allow yourself to be in the energy of freedom, to be yourself, to be the true being that you really are to have access to freedom and joy in creation. And yes, you can create and give birth to new ways of being during dark times. History has proven that that is possible, that's available to all of us. I thank you, my dear friends, for spending this time with us and for being here for this conversation with Dr. Grimshaw today as we talked about how you can care for you during this stressful time. Until next time, Make each day a new creation of a new you. I'm Liz Tupling, and this is a new you on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for tuning in this week. A New You with Liz Tupling can be heard every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a life-changing week.